0: I'm Stevie, and in the last few years, I have built a wildly successful seven-figure business selling courses and digital products. If you're looking to create, launch, and scale a flagship digital course, or maybe you already have an online course and you want me to spill my secrets, this is the podcast for you. I believe with Wi-Fi, a little strategy, and someone to show you the way, anything is possible. Let's do this. Want to know more about Launchpad, which is my 12-month high-touch group coaching program where I teach you how to create, launch, and scale your flagship online course? Head to social.com forward slash launchpad now, and I'll give you access to a free training where I break down the entire strategy for a profitable, sustainable online course business, and you'll learn all about the program as well. That's steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad. Hey guys, and welcome to the very first podcast episode of 2022. Can you believe it? I am so happy to be back on the podcast microphone, and I am hoping that you're happy to have me back in your ears. Uh, And I want to start off the year with a bang. Not that I need to do that. I feel like the year is doing that itself. But. Let's get into something super awesome and super positive, which is uh, the subject of today's episode. So whether you've ever thought about creating, launching, scaling a digital course, uh, or whether you haven't and you just want a big fat dose of inspiration, mindset and strategy and really learn how the combination of those three things can propel you forward, whatever your big goals are this year. This podcast episode is for you. Now, I'm going to call the episode How Katie Manifested 50 Plus Course Sales and 50K in Revenue as a first-time course creator, and she did it with a tiny audience and with life circumstances, pregnant with her second baby, which I obviously identify with at the moment, uh, that weren't perfect, right? When is there a perfect time? I'm not sure that there is. And I really want to emphasize the manifested part because as a course creator, I feel like the mindset side of things is so, so So, 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 cannot underestimate it, ridiculously important. And I never used to think that, and (laughs) Penny and I have talked about this a little bit behind the scenes, but... Today's guest is the perfect example of how the strategy side, the relationship building side and the mindset side are also critical to your inverted commas, success as a course creator. So I can't wait to share her story with you. Katie, a huge welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm happy to have you on and I think it's probably better for you to share a little bit about who you are, your audience uh, and also your course, of course. (laughs)
1: <laughs> my course of course my name is Katie <laughs> I'm a mindset and marketing coach helping consultants creatives and coaches show up online and grow and glow their glow and grow their business online and my three pillars of business really sit under mindset marketing and money I really believe after everything I've learned, Nailing those three and having them working in harmony together um, is a great combination for success in growing your business, especially for women in business who I love to work with. Um, My course is Show Up on Social, which came to life from Launchpad. So thank you for that. And it's basically just really teaching people to own who they are, to show up with complete confidence without fear of judgment and also get into the flow of a message that resonates with their audience. It's easy to get caught on the hamster wheel, the content hamster wheel, which I'm sure all of us has been through. Um, so it's getting all of all, all over those things and all the mindset blocks that happen and showing up using video content, which is really, really important these days because by gosh, Look at all the announcements with Reels and stories and everything that's happening right now. Video content is where it's at.
0: Stresses me out, to be completely honest, the <laughs> complete emphasis on Reels. I did do a Reel yesterday. I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram, Katie, but I was very, very proud of myself.
1: <laughs> Yay. I, I have a love-hate relationship with Reels. And even though I preach showing up on video, what I'm hating about Reels is people are using them simply for the viral factor and it might be funny and it might be humorous, but then you check their profile and there's no congruency between what they're doing their Reels about and then what their business is. And then you can see that it becomes just a vanity metric chasing thing and I just feel like the video mentor that I follow absolutely like gets into these people about doing this. Like, I don't think they invented the platform for everyone just to dance and point. And if you do, that's great. And that's cool, but it's awkward for some people. And so it's like this weird thing with reels. And I'm like, how can I use reels that's good for me without being influenced so heavily by the trends?
0: oh you know what like I think I need to find you know what it is with reels I need to find a way that feels like authentic to me because it does not feel like I'm not the person that's gonna like get onto reels and dance and do all of the things and I Mm. actually started following this girl a little while ago um and she is like the most authentic reels person I've come across because this is probably something that you teach to your people but like like getting the information across in a way that feels authentic and aligned to your business that doesn't necessarily involve you having to like sell out and do something that you would never normally do that doesn't feel in alignment. Correct. With you are, you know? Yes.
1: Big time, yeah. big time, yeah. big time. And I yeah. remember with the first group of girls that I had on show up, they were like, I've got to learn reels. I've got to learn reels. I don't know how to do this. And I was like, guys, it's a 30 second video platform. At the time it was 30 seconds why can't you just use it as a face to camera? Oh, because no one's doing that. Yes, And it was like, but you can. And it was like the, I permission, know. It was the permission to go, oh, oh, but I can. Like I don't have to, yeah. you know, and the people who are showing up in that style, you'll actually see majority of them are like ex-performers or ex-dancers or ex gymnasts, and they're amazing and I love watching them. But if that's not your jam, then don't do it. <laughs>
0: Yes, 100%. And actually this girl, like her crazy style of doing reels is just talking to the camera. And I was like, this girl just like has my heart.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> All right.
0: So, Greatly. Look, as much as talking about reels is like a really good time. Bum, ba, bum, bum, bum. Oh, um, yeah. What we're here to talk about is online courses. And so Let's. what I want to talk to you firstly about is... Where you were 12 months ago. So obviously Launchpad launched 12 months ago, um, but you were potentially in, well, you definitely were in a completely different sort of stage of your life and also your business. So mm. where were you and then what was the catalyst for deciding that you wanted to create an online course?
1: I actually, it's November, so I would have signed up to Launchpad exactly a year ago. Yeah. And then you launched yeah. in Yeah. Well, December. And then I signed up. Um, 12 months ago was a very interesting time in my life. I was still in hotel consulting, marketing. Um, That industry has obviously been hit very, very hard. And I was holding on. I was holding, holding on. And it wasn't really working out with me because all of the marketing budgets were getting cut. I lost all my clients probably back in in the That March, pretty much as soon as the C word hit, I lost all of my clients, Um, and I was just scrambling and doing all sorts of things. And I signed, and then I knew that you had something coming in the way of Launchpad, and and it suited me perfectly because I was maxed out with hotel clients doing service-based offerings, and I was like, "Yes, this is what I need. I need to turn to courses, and I need to teach these hoteliers." Like courses. It's just like a no-brainer. I'm going to sign up to Stevie's course. This is amazing. And then in the time between actually signing up to your course and then launching I had a complete shift in everything that I wanted to do. And so a common practice that I do is future future scripting. And so it's where you sit down, you have some moments, so already into the manifestation stuff here. You sit down, you have a moment, you future script, you can either go three, five or 10 years in advance. And it's like, what am I doing in that moment? And whenever I'm in that moment, it's always my house. I just have this obsession with my dream house that I want to get. That's my thing. My thing is my house. Mm-hmm. And then when I get, when I always get to the work part, I was never an amazing, well-known hotel consultant making all the money. (laughs) And every time I future scripted or I thought about myself in five to 10 years time, it was something around mentoring, coaching, wellness, retreats. It just kept coming in this constant vibe. And then I had this moment of like, well, if that's what I want to do, why am I stuck in hotel land. And to be honest, it was probably a carrot dangled in front of me. And so I made the decision. I want to move away from this because I definitely don't want to get to my older years and regret not following what I really wanted to do. And I knew I always wanted to be a business coach, but I honestly, I really honestly thought it was like 10 years down the track. Like once I had made it, you know what I mean? Like once I had made it in business, um, so that's where I was. I, I was a complete mess, actually. I was in like different directions. I was like, do I do this? Do I do that? And I remember messaging you and saying, hey, I know I signed up to Launchpad <laughs> as hotel and you had like a prerequisite. Like you've got to be known. You've got to have an email list. You you know, you've got to be already got things going. I want this to be success for the people who sign up. And I thought, is she going to kick me out? And you sent the most beautiful message just saying, I would. Obviously, I think this is smart, and it equals an opportunity for you, but I would never ever discourage anyone to not follow their heart and It was a really rough time for me deciding what I wanted to do, but I decided to say goodbye to the hotel world and really look to the online- co- like coaching and the marketing like what do I do really well? I'm really good at marketing digital systems processes, you know automation, social media, all of that sort of stuff um so yeah, that twelve months ago I was l- at the start of transi- transitioning out of one career, yeah. career into, into another one and pregnant as well yeah. with my second kid.
0: Yeah. How pregnant would you have been then?
1: Well, he came in Feb. so
0: Feb. So you so would have been. Seven. So I currently am. 20 weeks. So you would have been like quite similar to me. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah,
1: so that's where I, I was do remember that conversation.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I remember kind of like, so one of the, I feel really strongly. So I could like see the tension in you, Katie, when you were like, oh my gosh, should I do this thing that I know that I kind of um, signed up to do? And it's almost like inverted commas, like I know that I'm supposed to do. Yes. Or do I do this thing that like I know is like on my heart and it's pulling me towards like, you know, like your soul work, whatever you want to call it. And it's so interesting because like the actual vehicle isn't wildly different. So like the fact that, you know, what you were doing in hotel marketing, I'm assuming was still like the marketing side, the social mm. media side, mm. but it's all the same skills, but applying it to like a completely different niche that you'd kind of established a little bit. So you were transitioning a little bit on social media, I think, in terms of what you were yeah. talking about at that and point. And so many yeah. people,
1: are like, oh, I thought it was a big deal because you know how we always think our own problems are like the end of the world. And I was like, this is so confusing. Like, who am I going to be in the market? But a lot of my industry friends were like, oh, yeah, that's a no-brainer for you. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I made it a big deal. Like- Myself. totally and it's like yeah.
0: having someone on the outside looking in go oh yeah no and almost giving you like you said like giving you the permission to be like yes this is what I want to do all right so a year ago you were like okay the hotel marketing side you switched into the mindset and marketing side but mm. you hadn't yet kind of landed on okay my thing is going to be helping people show up on social media, but like you had, so you had your baby in February. And so I think Launchpad kicked off in January. Remind me when it was that you really started to get into the Launchpad curriculum and we started to work through all of that.
1: I really started to pick up on it in May. I went MIA um, and then I picked up on it in May and the whole show up concept came from a number of things. I had, I can't remember exactly what the post was, but someone had commented on it. I love the way you show up. I absolutely love it. And I was like, oh, that's a nice thing to say. Yeah, I'm pretty proud of the way I show up as well. Everyone's definitely got more work they can do on themselves, but I'm pretty proud of it. And then the... um I, before I had joined Launchpad and I was trying to figure out who I am, what I'm going to do or who I'm going to service, I always do a thing where I send out a survey and it gets people to open up about their fears, frustrations, dreams, and wants. And the the questions are worded in a way that you don't even realize what you're answering, but I get intel on you and I can see key phrases. So I did that. And there was a lot about, you know, fear of judgment, fear of what Mm. other people think of me. Um not skilled enough don't think I'm experienced enough who am I who am I to talk about this stuff feeling like they have to be yep. the expert not knowing how what to post on social media not knowing like how to do these things and I thought okay there's a trend here and then in um is it module two where v- module two is that validation in the workshop in t- launchpad. Yeah. Yeah so in module 2 then you do a similar process but it's via you make you make us do um interviews which was like oh I was like this is a level up for me because I've only ever done surveys so mm-hmm. I organized all of my interviews and I sent out the survey again with different worded questions and I got into the groups and did all the work that you told me to do and You would not believe in that document. Like if you look at that document that I filled in for the home base template, the word show up, I struggle to show up. Um, Some people use the word visibility. Some people use the word show up, Mm -hmm. but it stood out. And this is where I was like, okay, this is a thing. And so then I did a couple of polls across all of my social media saying, which resonates more than you, the term visibility or the term show up? And every majority of my audience voted show up. And so that's how it was born and, and that's a big thing that now I preach is when people come to me, oh, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to name and I don't know what to call it, I don't know what to put in it. It's like you don't decide that. Your audience does.
0: Yeah. I think and that is th- that's like how the number show up one was born. Yeah, yeah and it's so important because I think like you go around in your head like over and over and you're like oh what am I going to do how am I going to position this like what am I going to like put out there into the world and like you can honestly drive yourself crazy doing that yeah and it's actually like it's not the right approach at all and I think like the work that you actually put into actually let's go out and talk to the people and I think you know it's not, it's, and it's not even just like talking to one person and seeing what they say and talking to another person. It's like the collective. Like, mm. where are the patterns coming up over and over again? And so, like, for you, if you were like, oh my gosh, this show up is just coming up again and again, I think that's such a strong like transformation for you now in terms of your course because it's so easily like it rolls off the tongue but then it's so clear on what it actually is like how yeah. you show up and stand out mm. on social media um mm. specifically using video and mm. yeah the fact that like you couldn't have known that until you go out and you talk to the people and ask the people what yeah. the people want
1: 100 yep. so that whole concept and knowing what I already knew and then like kind of 10xing it with the launch pad strategy was so just like, 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 and it's something that I will, I will do forever now. And I will teach everyone who comes into contact with me to do the same thing because it's just, it's just proven so valuable and it's worked. And you know what's so fun now? I did a story about this the other day and you can call me arrogant. I don't care. But every single time someone <laughs> uses the word show up or you just need to show up. It's all about showing up. Guys, you've got to show up. And all of these people out there are talking about show up. I just think of myself. <laughs> and my course. And, I, and I'm and i like, wow, I'm really, I'm really onto something here. So it's been, it's been incredible. I've loved it. It's been awesome.
0: So, okay. So you're all about obviously showing up. You're all about telling people to kind of get over the mindset and get over their fears and all of that sort of thing. But one of the first things that you'll do inside of Launchpad is you'll kind of come up with this idea and you'll hope that it's a great idea. Mm. And then you have to put it out to the market and get it validated with real sales. Mm. What was that process like for you? And how did you approach it mindset-wise? Because there can be a real fear of putting yourself out there and putting your offers out there, especially when it's so closely aligned with your personal brand.
1: Yeah, big time. So um, when I did the survey for why did you join Launchpad. the biggest thing I was hung up on is I couldn't understand how you could sell something that wasn't created. Wrapping my head around that thought process was just so far-fetched for me and so I was like I trust in Stevie to teach this in a way that will show me that this is possible that I don't waste time creating the course and selling it to crickets. So Mm -hmm. The value that I got literally in module one of validation has like paid for the course 10 times over for me because I was so hung up on that thought. And so going Mm. into it was a lot of um, unease, a lot of questioning, a lot of like, really, is this going to work? Like I don't even have this thing created and I'm just going to kind of put together some, a bit of a framework and be like, here, buy my stuff but i think the fact that it was so aligned to understanding what the people wanted so understanding what that key point was that when i created a loose framework and put it all together it it worked it just worked because i had created mm. something based on a need and a want not created something that i thought the people wanted so that was a really mm. interesting process to for me to go through and when it came to so switching into Um, what we've called this podcast, but what you probably also don't know is when I did the foundation round in terms of getting the validation, I had in my head that I wanted to get eight people into my foundation round. And every single day I was like, I'm so happy and grateful for the eight people in my foundation round. Oh, they're so lovely. It was easy. They came to me. I didn't have to make a big hoo-ha out of it. I just messaged a couple of people and they all joined up and oh my gosh, everything's so happy. And that's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. I got eight beautiful ladies in my foundation round who were all quite easily on board through the Instagram story strategy that you give us, the templates you give us there. And I think about uh, some messages. I did the DM strategy. But I, there is an element of me breaking all the rules when it comes to numbers and conversions in terms of I get more people than what the normal conversion rates would say is good and necessary and all that sort of stuff. And I genuinely put it down to the mindset and the energetics of what I ask for, I get, and what I want, I get because I truly believe it.
0: Do you know, like, I find you really interesting, Katie. So like the (laughs) old me was like 1000% a strategy person and like I still am like I still still so are let's believe be it. honest I'm like strategy person? 100% but what I have realized and I think like I've seen that manifested in you is that I think there's a lot to be said like and and I've also seen this inside of the launchpad program So I work on data and numbers, strategy, conversion rates. And so I actually remember this wasn't specifically in relation to foundation round, I don't think, but you and I had a conversation where you were like, Stevie, what do you think is possible? It might have been coming up to, which we'll talk about in a moment, your event and then kind of like the sales piece around that. But you were like, Stevie, what's possible? And I was like, look, here are are the conversion rates. We're obviously Mm -hmm. looking to be at the upper scale of this. And you were like no. And I was like, what? And you're like, no, like I'm, I'm going to get higher than that. And I was like, that's amazing. Like I'm setting obviously a benchmark for you. And you're like, no, like I know, like I I am absolutely 100% confident that that is not going to be my story and it's going to be higher for me. And I thought that was so interesting because in the context, not only of the foundation rounds, So I saw the way that you went into the foundation round and there was an undercurrent of um confidence, not arrogance, like just a real confidence in the outcome. Um, irrespective of the fact that you hadn't yet gone through the process. And I think <laughs> having
1: that yeah totally, yeah. but like yeah.
0: having that almost like then influenced the process. So yeah. you kind of you showed up in a really um confident way. You could tell that you just stood behind your offer and what it is that you were you know putting out there into the world and i think like just that process that you went through mindset wise and however it is that you set that up i think affected the strategy and the process so much that the outcome became inevitable and i've actually never seen anyone do that so I found it really interesting.
1: I feel like I'm an amazing student, but I would also potentially annoy you a little bit because I break the rules when
0: it comes to numbers. <laughs> no, I think it's an amazing thing. So, okay, you know, like I obviously, like we want to have like the highest conversion rates we can, but I also think it's important to set an expectation. And I hope Agreed. like from my end, you like, like, oh my gosh, you're kind of like diminishing like my potential or whatever. But I do think it's always important to go, okay, so this is kind of like the boundaries of what is possible. And I actually felt so inspired by the way that you then approached the process. And I think like, I just think that mindset side, so like coming full circle to having just been a strategy girl, I do think like you can't have the mindset only only, and you can't like wish things into existence. And I do see this happen as well. Like I want... I want this so badly and like you could want it until the cows come home and if you don't do the work then unfortunately you're not going to get it but I think like starting from that baseline of I, I so clearly and like when you said what is it future casting or future visioning like yeah. I so clearly see the outcome and I can work backwards from there in terms of the work that I need to do yeah I think there's so much to be said for that
1: yeah yeah there there really is and It's it's so much of it is an element of belief and I do agree with you. You can't have one without the other and it's about a beautiful balance between the two. I'm not disregarding the numbers. They're super important and I still keep them in the back of my mind. Yes, I'm into mindset and manifestation, but I still track my money. I still, like I still track my numbers. I still track my conversions, but it's more along the lines of re. Wiring and programming yourself, and every word, every thought that you have can have such a big impact. And if you get into like the law of attraction, law of assumption, all of that sort of stuff, it's like you can't, your thinking and your feeling have to be aligned. And so, if yeah. you are thinking all the things, thinking, thinking, I'm going to have this launch, it's going to be amazing, I'm going to have like a hundred K course. I'm think, 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 think. But then you're still feeling insecure about it, unsure Mm -hmm. about the content, insecure when you're showing up, feeling about it. You don't have alignment in your body. And unfortunately, you're not going to get the results. And this is why a big thing that I say is positive thinking is bullshit. And a lot of people are like, oh, what? But you're such a positive panda and you're all into it. And it's like, yeah, but you still need the action and you still need the Mm -hmm. embodiment of it. And I feel like I've been working on this for years and years and years. So please, if you're listening, don't just think you can just wake up tomorrow and be like, whoa, I've got this under control. It's it's quite an art. When you actually start to pay attention to all the thoughts that you say in your mind that you tell yourself, you would never speak to a girlfriend or a friend like the way we talk to ourselves. And so the very, very first step in all of this is awareness of how you talk to yourself and the most amazing thing that I've learned that's really, really simple, and everyone can start today is to start talking about the things you do want to happen rather than the things you don't want to happen. So a perfect yes. for example, oh, I just don't want people to get on and you know think that the course content is silly. well, you're talking about what you don't want to happen, so talk and you're about focused what you, on that yeah, you're focused on that focus everything on what you do want to happen. I want this content to be amazing. I want eight people in my foundation round. I want 30 people in my light launch. I want my social media just to be absolutely glowing and confident. And I want, and I want, and I want, and I want, and you get to the point, like, it's actually ridiculous. Now I'm at the point, I'm a hundred percent am guaranteed to be a hundred K course. I'm going to complete your vision of having implemented and scaled to 100k to the point where i actually smile about it and i get this little warm and fuzzy feeling in my heart because i know from head to toe inside out i am 100% going to achieve this and when you have that yeah. much confidence and conviction on what you're going to achieve it's like nothing can stop you like i i don't exactly know the how and i'm going to follow your procedure and i'm going to follow everything that you do but when you look at my numbers I'm way off in terms of like my email list, how many people I've got to contact, but it'll happen. I guarantee you mm. I'm going to get this, 100%. It's on. Yeah,
0: there is like a little bit of a magic when it comes to, like you look at the people who are, um, you know, in inverted commas, I don't like to use the word like success in like a, because I do think, and especially with something like a digital course or anything digital, and this is why I love it so much, like the strategy side of my mind loves it so much, Um it, it literally is like you put your thing out there and then you get the data back and then you like literally have a roadmap for what you need to tweak to yeah. to lead to your inevitable success. But what I think actually happens is people will self-sabotage that beforehand. And I see it come up, like if I hear wording like, oh, maybe I should launch and I'll just kind of see what happens. It doesn't matter if it's not, it doesn't matter if, you know, nothing really happens. And a it's bit. like, no. Yes.
1: Like the fact
0: that you're saying that at all, And, you know, and I also see it manifest in action. So inside of the launchpad sort of container, and it's so interesting for someone, like I'm not the traditional mindset person, but I do have a lot of people inside of launchpad say, I didn't realise how important the mindset piece was and I came in for the strategy and I'm starting to learn like, oh my gosh, like the launch process is really like a lesson in personal development and the mindset side of things. Um, But, you know, like I see it manifest in like people will either procrastinate hard so they'll Mm. procrastinate and um not take the action that they need to take and i think that often is a representation of fear or Mm -hmm. like they'll get through the offer design phase but then they won't actually put it out there like i see that's a big rabbit (laughs) hole i've actually just updated a lot of the curriculum and also like the milestone process inside of launchpad because i do see that like i see Mm. you get to the offer design and then it's like i don't want to put it out there Mm. and so like you like push yourself back. Mm. The other minute, the other way that I see it present is, um, is, is perfectionism, which is like the classic old me as well. Like I'll see, um, you know, are my webinar slides good enough? Do I need to tinker this? And I think like, you can get them to a certain point, for example, but then you just have to put it out there and you mm. need to get feedback from the market and you won't know that until you actually do it. Yeah. So look, my question for you is were you still scared or did you still feel any sense of fear before you put your offer out there? Or you were just like, nah, I didn't feel it.
1: Of course I was scared. Every Yeah. Every, I think that's the
0: important thing to realize. Yeah. For anyone like, listening, Katie?
1: yeah I'm not some kind of magic unicorn um the the what I know now is how to deal with it so in the past oh, yeah. uh, what you might be seeing is is people will get that thought then they run with the story to the point where it it's procrastination is a big one and then the fear of showing up huh? so there we go the fear of actually doing the thing <laughs> whereas of course I was, oh my God, I'm actually putting this out yeah. into the world. What if no one likes it? But then it's an it's an it's an instant reframe to go, oh, did you just talk to yourself like that? How dare you? And it's an instant reframe, but it still doesn't mean I'm not feeling the feelings. I I've I've just learned, yeah. I've done so much work to reframe it really quickly. And everyone. I'm not sitting here full of just positive thoughts. I'm a positive panda 24-7 because that's not real. That's not realistic. We're human. We have emotions. We go up and down. And there's days where I, like, it's like the epic highs and the oh so lows. I feel completely redundant. I'm over this. Everyone still has that, right? Um, But it's like instead of sitting in it for a couple of days, I'm at the point now where I might just sit in it for an hour and deal with it in that yeah. hour and then come out of it and be like, you know, you can choose your state. Every, everything is a decision. And that's been a huge learning curve as well. Like I don't think we'd realize how much influence everything is just a decision. Like you, you're making the decision to procrastinate or get on with it. You're making the decision to not put your offer out there or get on with it. And the biggest thing, every single time you do it, because the only way to conquer fear is to step towards the thing that scares you. So if, if mm. the fear is putting the thing out there, literally the only way to get over it is to put yourself out there. If the fear is doing a live, yeah. the only way you can get over it is to do a live. Um, yeah. And every time I've and done that, it, I'm I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. What was I freaking out about?
0: Yeah like, even if it is bad, like, so, so this is the thing, like, I think one of the big things with launching and I think it like, it's similar to anything in the online world. Like I know that your jam is like, okay, so how people are showing up on social media. I think it's like the reason like they're scared of doing it is like, what if I fail? And then it's like, I don't know, like, and especially I think, cause I've got so much perspective with online courses the data gives you so much valuable feedback that it's never actually a failure. so, like for example, never.
1: it's just not the offer design
0: phase. you're putting things out there to see whether your offer validates or whether it doesn't validate. and so, like for you, for example, Katie, it's like, yeah, amazing you had eight people come in. The offer, I consider validated, but if you start to get objections or if there's kind of things that are coming up and for whatever reason people aren't purchasing, That is intel that you're never going to have if you're sitting there thinking, trying to perfect this offer, wondering if it's going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. If you put it out there and you get the intel that people want X, Y, Z, you go back and you tweak it and you do it again. And I think like flexing that, like, flexing that muscle of like, you put it out there and see what happens, and then you kind of go back and you iterate, and then it leads to your inevitable inverted commas success. Mm. Is like such a massive big mindset f for people that are so used to, I don't know, it being like a black or white success or failure. Am I making sense or completely rambling? But I feel really passionately mm-hmm. about that.
1: No, you are <laughs> making sense, but it's it's years and years of programmable programmed conditional society conditioning that we we live a certain way then like for a lot of people like we end up in business for ourselves and then we have these box about putting the putting it out there for fear of it being right or wrong and you can even link it all the way back to school you sit at a you sit in a chair and someone at the front of the room tells you whether you're right or wrong you know no you got that wrong that's a fail no you got that right it's correct so you know it's it's these ancestral conditions like the media like the schooling system and then we end up in business for ourselves and we're like oh I can be a successful (sighs) failure because that's what we're programmed to do and so uh, yeah a huge thing is just to learn that if you want to be in business for yourself you got to level up and you accept Mm -hmm. that there is no failure there is only feedback Simple as that. Yeah. And if you look at the people yeah, around you, what you learn is
0: like That when you, yeah, watch, you learn
1: <laughs> the people around yeah. you that have, as you keep saying in inverted commas, success. What's one thing they all have in common? It was the commitment and the consistency to keep on going. Keep showing up. Yeah. Keep trying without knowing Keep
0: the outcome, because it's easy yeah, to look back just, and say, "Oh, you did so amazingly! Oh, congratulations to you!" But it's like I actually really love the people, and like specifically inside of Launchpad, the people that I just want to like give like big air kisses to are the people that like put themselves out there, and I can see that it's scary for them, and then they listen to the feedback, and they go back and they do it again, and they adapt, and it. then they have yeah. the commerce
1: success yeah and I'm just like yes this is literally what it's
0: all about because the process is like getting you to the point that you have the success that you will be able to handle because a lot of the yeah. time if you have it straight out of the gate like people dream of oh my gosh I want to have like a hundred thousand dollar launch right out of the gate like I can tell you from personal experience that like sometimes what you think you want you're actually not equipped to handle and Big like time. I had an issue earlier in the year where like I launched Launchpad and I've spoken about this before, but mm. it was a wild success and it was like almost too successful for like me to catch up with and handle and mm. I think that there's a lot to be said for like following the process and, and kind of doing things in a way that... um you're putting yourself out there, you see what happens, and then you kind of like step by step start to grow. You
1: like, just got delivered ten thousand additional leads. You wouldn't be able to handle it. There's there's so much it's right. about following the journey. There's yeah there's,
0: in there. Like You've got to grow into like you gotta you've got to got to grow. grow into the business like that, and you've got to grow mm. into the course creator that is capable enough to handle all of this yeah. success, right? Well even
1: that, you know So the launch that I just did before, um I had a big moment of that. And for about a day, I was just like, whoa. I was feeling all the feelings. <laughs> and and it was like, even though it's a course and it's online and the people are signing up, and it was, I had a bit of tech issues. And so the people couldn't, I had to manually add everyone, right? And so the learnings, I learned so much. Yeah. But it was like, I yeah. was expecting kind of like, 12 sales from this event 12 to 15 and it come through Nelly you know close to close to to 40 and what you're saying there like you don't think it's going to happen but the emotional and the mental yeah. toll of me then like dealing with all these people and then wanting to give them some love as well because they had just joined my course and mm-hmm. I was beyond excited and I was like yeah. you know well, where are they on social media and I've got to get them all in and did they get their welcome email and why is that not working and oh shit the yeah. tag didn't work properly and the email sequence didn't fire so I had to freaking email everyone manually <laughs> and it was like <laughs> I those <hate a> <laughs> and so Blast. yeah if I had gotten 150 people I probably would have passed out so it's a 100% agree. Totally. You need it. You need those little bits to follow the journey. Big time. So let's talk
0: about so you went through that foundation round and then obviously I think we had our milestone call together and we were talking about like your next step in the program and obviously um launchpad is really going from, you know, like a really soft behind the scenes style launch to I don't even call it a launch, it's a foundation round. Yeah. Um to creating your course to then putting it out there on a bigger scale. You've just hinted kind of um, the outcome of that, but walk me through mm. walk me through two things. Number one, um, in order to sell an online course, you need to have people to sell to, right? So a lot of people get wrapped up in, oh, my gosh, do I need to have a big email list? Or, oh, my gosh, do I need to bottom line is you need to have humans that Mm -hmm. are going to purchase your offer, whatever that looks like. And so one thing that you and I walked through in the milestone call was, okay, so how many humans do you have? And then how many people might potentially purchase? And so that's where I was sort of setting your expectations (laughs) around conversion rates and things (laughs) like that. I think there's a couple of things though, that you did differently. And obviously you had, um, a, a, amazing conversion rate that I'll get you to talk to as well, because I don't know what the exact number is. Um, But what is it that you feel? So number one, walk me through the process. And I already know um, what I feel is the reason why you had a sort of over and above conversion rate. Um, But walk me through the process and what you think contributed to that.
1: Yeah, sure. I would love to share that. And it's great to touch on this because in Launchpad, you, you give everything. You give all the different strategies and a basic roadmap on how to do it all. But as I was looking at it, because I did start off with a small audience, no list, no people, you know, I was like really at the beginning. So when I looked at everything that you offered to do as a strategy, I saw the partnerships, collaborations and JBs, whatever that banner is. And I thought, I'm good at that. And it's something that I learned years ago when I did an entrepreneurial course was about using other people's audiences in a collaboration sense. So I work with um, Elizabeth Ann Walker, who is Australia's leading NLP trainer. And through conversations with her and the students, we noticed that there was a gap between when the students finish the training, then they go out. And one of the best ways to start getting business is to show up on social media. So all of a sudden it was like this like, oh, like I have a course that solves a need to your audience. Should we collaborate on this? And so that's how I did it. Like that's the truth in how the launch was so successful was tapping into other people's audience where I hadn't built the audience yet of having the people who who really 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 wanted what I was offering but she had um, and so the beauty of collaboration and partnerships and and working on your relationships with your people around you is that when opportunities arise you can go hey I have a solution that will help you and it's a and so collaborations and partnerships is a win-win-win for everyone so the success of the launch came from the credibility that she has. The credibility of me working for her, me being in a room. So I actually sold in a room in an event, which um, if people are like, what does she mean? Isn't this all online? You can take things and change it the way you want. So I actually was a part of an event over seven days. So I built big rapport with the people in the room. And that's why the conversion rate was so good because I guess it's in room. Um, so I guess you've probably got some opinions around that, Stevie, when you are in room with people, it, um, what do you say? It's a warmer, hotter environment. What's your yeah. language? Yeah. Hot, yeah. It's
0: a hot audience. It's like yeah. people see you and you're an authority and like, you can achieve that on a
1: virtual end a physical stage, but. Correct. Yeah. I just didn't have the, uh, the audience yet on my virtual stage. Yeah. And so what's amazing is, and this is what you said when I was starting Launchpad that it's okay to not have that huge audience in other places. And it's also the mindset around I'm going to do whatever it takes (laughs) to to do whatever it takes to get the people um, and different partnerships. And so I actually developed two partnerships for the first launch and one was through another person who offers VA um, coaching, so how to start your own VA. And so she's very business-focused on the VA stuff. And it was like, oh, a perfect segue is for people then to show up on social media. it's like I'm filling gaps for people.
0: I love that so much. Do you know I talk about the collaboration side of things to people and it's one of those strategies where it's like you kind of like ethereally know that you should be doing it and then it's a whole other thing to actually like, number one, develop the relationships so that it's win-win and then to actually act on it. And what I love from the outside looking in at those two collabs, Katie, is like the fact that they're similar but non-competing. Partners, yes. right? right? So yeah. if you went out to a social media person, sure, like maybe they would collaborate if there was some sort of, <laughs> but like it's much not. less likely for it to happen. But like finding a similar but non competing business or partner that has the audience that you want, it's so powerful. You only needed that one yes from your collaboration partner, and it led to, and we'll talk about your results in a sec, but it led to many multiples of that one, right? Yeah. And so yeah. yeah, I think that's such a great lesson for anyone that is like, you know, I'm posting on social media all day, which you and I both know is very powerful, but also 100%. if you want to amplify, then you need to get in front of new audiences. So let's wrap up. I'm really mindful that we've been chatting now and I feel like I could chat about this stuff forever, but um, let's wrap up with where you're at. Okay, so let's talk numbers, where you are now at in terms of your course business, what the results have been of your uh, all of your course things that you've done throughout the launchpad year. Uh, and then let's talk about any tips or advice for anyone that is kind of like the old Katie, right? So a year ago, thinking about creating this thing, not sure whether to do it, uh, any tips and advice. So it's pretty much two questions let's start with the first
1: yeah okay well it's been amazing the course I think as we sit here now I'm at a total like revenue of 52k for my course amazing um and that is so for for true transparency so the course is self-paced and so people sign up and self-paced and then I did offer an opportunity for people to upgrade to a VIP container is what I called it. And so I only had five or six people that I was going to take into the VIP container and they paid more. So that's like a group coaching experience. So that's another lesson as well. I was like, great, we're building this course and we're learning all of this, but how can I also make additional revenue and offer a more tailored service to these people? So. I know that people need accountability sometimes when they do that self-paced course and people put their hand up and say, yes, I need this. And so that's more intimate, my eyes on your work, actually working with you, following the course structure, but relating it to your business. And so anyone listening, that's a brilliant tip because you're not creating anything new, by literally following the course structure but just giving them a one-on-one tailored service. So that was brilliant. Um, And so, yeah, I've got 55-ish beautiful humans inside there and Facebook group and all of the showing up and it's all amazing. So that's where I'm at figures wise. Um, And that only, when did I launch? I launched in October. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, granted, some of them are on payment plans, so true transparency as well. I don't, it's not like I have 50K sitting in the bank right now. It it does stagger out across the month, um, which you talk about that as well in Launchpad. So that's good. Um, So that answers that question on the results from where I'm at now, which is, um, Stevie's got the video one, so you probably can't hear this in the audio, but I've got a big goofy smile on my face.
0: Yeah. And can I just like interject and cut in? Like, I know, like when you were posting on social, which you do, obviously showing up on social is your jam. And you were talking about like, you know, you'd had one of your biggest revenue months. And I think just the feeling that comes along with that. um, I think that we look at like the outcome and we're like, oh, you know, that's so amazing, Katie, but you put in the work as well. And I know that, you know, you did it, in a situation where other people might say no, you know you have a little one, you were like pregnant with your second, I'm in the exact same boat at the moment, and you
1: did it anyway, so it took me six months, which is still a while, because I was managing newborn life mm. um, and to get that, re- yeah it yeah it's for, it yeah. for itself
0: yeah, totally it and I just I just want to say from my end, I'm proud of you so
1: yeah
0: um, all right, question two. what would you say oh, yeah. you'd better be old Katie? the old me, you 12 months ago thinking, I think I want to create a course. I'm not sure. I have all of the mindset things. And I know that we've spoken about mindset a lot in this podcast episode, but what would you say to that person that is thinking about it? That is maybe feeling a little bit unsure about the course creation process or whether to dive in and do it maybe has all of the same fears that you had. What would you say to that person?
1: Well, we touched on this earlier. The validation module inside Launchpad is what completely, completely validated everything <laughs> for me. I was so caught up on creating something and selling it, even though it didn't exist. And since doing Launchpad, I've had conversations of people wanting to create something and then sell it. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. You're doing it all (laughs) wrong. You've got to go through the validation process first. And the, um, and getting inside the, you know, the dreams, wants, desires, fears, frustrations of your audience, and just really unpacking that, that it's okay to feel uncomfortable, unclear, like you don't have clarity like what would you even do a course about? And this was another thing. So when I joined Launchpad, I had an idea and what I actually ended up creating was not it. Mm. Because when I went through the step-by-step process of the discovering out who, what, when, and then putting it all together, the my audience told me what they wanted rather mm. than me thinking that I knew what they wanted. And even as granular as the course name came from the feedback surveys, and all of the information because people kept saying the word show up I didn't come up with the word show up I think you guys did all the yeah the feedback that we get from you guys is so amazing so I think to the old me is a huge thing for 2021 is leaning into the uncomfortableness because the only way to grow is to step directly straight towards that thing that's scaring you so every time I felt fear and uncomfortable. I would have, I had a little affirmation last year because too often I let my logic brain kick in and think of all the reasons why I can't do it. It's, you know, the money, the investment. I don't have an audience. I don't have an email list. And so my motto was hard overhead, hard overhead, hard overhead. And every time I would get in that analytical uh, talking shit about myself, I would go, well, wait up what does my heart say about this? And it was like, do it. And my head would go, oh, but what about this? And my heart would go, you know, this is the right thing to do. You know, you want to go down this path. You know, you want to do mindset coaching. Like what an amazing opportunity for someone to show you exactly how to do it and bring the course out that you really want to bring out. Um, So yeah, lean into the uncomfortable. uncomfortableness. Is that a word? I think my biggest, my biggest thing. Um, And a flavor that's been huge at the moment is get, I've got a big thing for women coaching with other inspiring women, which is amazing. And choose your coaches and your mentors because they have got what you want Mm. and can actually prove it and show it and display it. So There's a lot of people out there saying they can do all the things. There's a lot of cowboys. There's a lot of tricky marketing. There's a lot of all the things, you know what I mean? And so choose your mentors and your coaches wisely in terms of what do you want and then make sure that they've got that because the whole point of working with them is they can fast track the results for you because they've been there, they've done it. They're in the, they've been in the arena and they can show, they can go, Hey, listen, listen. This is what you need to do because they've actually done it. People who are just teaching off a course or a textbook or a degree, they're just not going to have the in the street knowledge that you need.
0: Well, from my end, Katie, thank you for being such an amazing Launchpad client and thank you for sharing your story. I know that a lot of people will see themselves in you. Uh, and so, I think a lot of people will be inspired by your journey, and will probably want to know where you are on social and how they can follow you.
1: So, can we tell them that now? Yes, I am. Um, search Katie Hoken H O K I N. Or my Insta handle is kt dot creative. So kt creative. That's me on Insta. Thanks, Katie.
0: I hope you loved that episode as much as I loved recording it. I think that that fusion of strategy and mindset really is the secret source. I don't think you can have one without the other. It's like Batman and Robin, like any of the other amazing combinations in the course of history. I think you need both of them. Uh, and I think that Katie is such a great example of those things combined. If you're thinking after listening to this episode and you have gotten to the end of this episode, uh, whether you're a current course creator and you're looking to scale or you're an aspiring course creator ready to do the damn thing and get it off your list this year, we do have a couple of spots remaining to join us in our January intake of Launchpad. If that is something that you think might be on your heart, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad and I will send you the recording of the live private training that we did at the tail end of 2021. Feels like a lifetime ago and also feels like yesterday, which it was, uh, where I go through the entire framework. It's incredible value and we also tell you about the launchpad program as well. So head to stevie says social.com forward slash launchpad if that is you if you've been waiting for a sign potentially this is it we would love to have you join us till next week I will see you then thanks so much for listening to today's episode if you've made it this far hopefully it means you've liked it make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes and leave me a quick rating and a review while you're there I would be so so grateful Want to say hi? Head over to Instagram at steviesayssocial and send me a DM. Till next time.